Recorded live. God bless your prophet's body. Praise the Lord. God bless you, prophetess. Praise the Lord, prophetess Bahati. Hey, Apostle. How are you? Good. Yourself? Oh, I'm feeling a little bit better today. Uh, I was in the process of uh, um, traveling or whatever. I thought I caught a uh, comment. Um, um, you were asking prayer yesterday or something for... Yes, I had some um, had to have some dental work done and crown. In the process of getting a root canal and a, and a crown put in my, so I had to go and get some little bit of work done yesterday. I tell you something, along with all the other pain I was dealing with, it was just uh, it was too much. Amen, amen. Well, amen. We thank God, amen, for this uh, time at the round table and. Right now, it's just you and I uh, that are on the call. I think I saw Prophet Minor, Minister Denise coming on right yeah. now, I believe. And um, we'll just wait here a moment. Uh, God bless you, Minister Denise. Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord. So uh, let us let us begin, and uh, I'm not going to wait for anybody else. Uh, Prophet Mahali, uh, would you uh, please open up with prayer? Yes. Father, we just thank you on tonight, and we want to come before you. As we're on the round table on tonight, we ask that you open up our understanding, uh, enlighten our wisdom, and we thank you for all those that are on the call on tonight. We thank you for Dr. Martin, for God, for his tenacity and for his steadfastness. And we thank you for Minister Deneen on tonight, God. We ask that you bless each of them. And, God, those that are not on the line, Father God, wherever they may be, we ask that you reach out your hand of mercy and continue to watch over them. And, God, as we go on the call on tonight, Father God, that we will all be blessed and that we will do your will and that we will only speak, God, what you 
tell us to speak, nothing more and nothing less. And, God, this will be edifying to our spirits and edifying and uplifting to our souls. In your mighty name, I pray. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, God. And we magnify you and we praise you for who you are, for what you are, and for all you've done for us and all you're going to do for us. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen, amen. And so uh, we we thank God for just this gathering uh, tonight. Um, I was uh, contemplating uh, something to um, share uh, tonight, and I was about to speak about the uh, uh, spirit of Jezebel or through her daughter, Athaliah, but it comes to my mind just to go ahead and share with you all on the uh, roundtable what I taught slash preached on Tuesday and Wednesday night uh, where I was, and I want to just kind of uh, bring this to the uh, roundtable. It's something that I've thought of before, but never uh, in the way that the Spirit of the Lord uh, brought it uh, to me. So, um, and I'm going to, um, if you have Bibles or whatever, I'm going to refer to a, pa- a couple of passages of Scripture, give uh, opportunity for anybody to um, comment, remark, you know, exhort, share, whatever. I don't want to control uh, all of this. But I want to talk about, um, I-, I went to K- Kentucky, and I did, on the way there, I did not know what I was going to say. And uh, I got there about, um, well, I just don't remember. Amen. <laughs> anyway, I can't remember what time I got there, maybe about 2 o'clock or so. I did not know what to uh, say, and I was laying. Uh, I got in the hotel and laying down, trying to get some uh, rest. And uh, in the process of that, I was on the pillow, and I heard the word systems. And uh, uh, I began to meditate and think about that word, and I taught slash preached it for the next two nights, Tuesday and Wednesday, and I want to share uh, that uh, with you tonight. So my mind um, was in two places. On Tuesday night, I was in uh, First um, Chronicles, uh, excuse me, First Samuel chapter 22, um, and on Wednesday night I was in First Chronicles uh, chapter 12. So I was talking about systems and things. Uh, I was talking about demonic systems and uh, God's kingdom and the system, the kingdom system that He uh, wants us to realize, establish, walk in, and execute. But uh, I laid a foundation on um, Tuesday night about various systems and how they work. So let me just give you an idea. Uh, When uh, Elder Shank and I left on uh, Monday morning, I believe uh, the um, skies were totally clear. It was a clear sky. Sunday, we had, uh, I believe, some rain or some clouds and whatever. And I remembered something Elder Shank said when we got in the car. He said it looked like a high, it looks like a high pressure system came in. And I remember that on Tuesday night, a high pressure system 
and it removed all the clouds and whatever, and it created uh, what I said Tuesday was an open heaven because you could actually just look up into the sky and see nothing except uh, uh, what what we call the second uh, the second heaven. On Tuesday night, um, and I may go back and forth here. On Tuesday night, I, I uh, because new people had come. There was some that were there Tuesday. On excuse me, on Wednesday, new people had come. So I had to relay a foundation or remind them where I was because I was really only preaching one message. And uh, I uh, remember the Spirit of the Lord had me to go to Psalm one forty nine where. It said that uh, God's people ought to uh, give the high praises to execute vengeance upon their enemies. High praises. And so I was talking about, uh, 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 at that point, a high-pressured system that removed obstacles and created open heavens. And uh, I alluded then to a high praise, high worship. Uh, that uh, caused an open heaven. <clears throat> so on, on Tuesday, I'll stick with Tuesday here. On Tuesday, I talked about different systems. In the United States, for example, there's a, a welfare system. And uh, the way that system works, that, that system works to keep you in bondage to the system. You, you can, anybody can talk or share, or excuse me, raise your hand <laughs> at any time. Uh, welfare system is actually uh, intended to keep you uh, bound to that system. Uh, I remember praying, amen, uh, last night uh, for people to move out of that. Uh, there is uh, an influx of Muslims in the United States. And one of the things, their main agenda, their main foundational agenda is to bring forth Sharia law. Uh, I shared that if Sharia law was established, that we wouldn't be able to see women's faces. Women would not be able to uh, uh, pastor or, or have you know various things because it's a system, amen, that uh, downgrades women. It's a system that uh, opposes Christianity. So I'm giving. So I was sharing, giving all these different types of systems. They're in place and what they do. And tonight was sharing how they are to, uh, how they're applied spiritually. I talked about systems uh, in our bodies, like, you know, we have different endocrine, I think, system, uh, digestive system, you know, we have a heart system. We have various systems in our body that keep us what? They keep us alive. But then I began to uh, talk about uh, the demonic systems that are uh, put in place. And I was saying as a fundamental teaching on Tuesday that uh, we have to displace uh, systems, the demonic systems, by a system that God uh, wants to establish um, I shared in Ephesians chapter 6 where it says, you know, be following our brother and be strong in the Lord, put on the whole armor of God. You wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, powers, rules of darkness, you know, uh, et cetera, et cetera. And I was uh, saying 
that those four um, things that we wrestle against are actually systems uh, of rank, of R-A-N-K, and I'll show you this in, in the scripture, of rank that we come up against. For example, um, uh, I talked about uh, principalities, and I said when I came into Richmond, Indiana, I remember telling Elder Shank on Interstate 70 that uh, I was uh, asking the Lord, well, what kind of uh, spirit is ruling over, uh, attempting to rule over this region? I said it in Lexington, Kentucky, what kind of spirit is ruling over this region? And what that spirit is called is a principality. Um, so, for example, here in Cleveland, Ohio, there's a city called Cleveland, but it has outlying suburbs, and the outlying suburbs represents the principalities. It talks, it talks about a region, amen, that tries to dominate and hinder uh, the uh, uh, the establishment, amen, of God's government and kingdom rule. And um, so, you know, I was saying, for example, that when the disciples of Jesus tried to go in and heal a man or a son or whatever, and they came back and said, we could not, we could not heal him. And Jesus said, well, this kind, does not come out except by fasting and prayer. And so I was saying, amen, that the kind of uh, demon or demonic system that uh, opposed the disciples uh, needed ex something extra to remove them. Um, so let me go back here for a moment uh, and lay this foundation. I'm not trying to preach to you, just talking about systems and hope I can explain it. Uh, um, to the best of my uh, God-given ability. So in 1 Samuel, it talks about three three types of people that came to David, in debt, distressed, and discontented. Uh, the question is asked, why were they like that? The reason why is because they came out of a system called uh, uh, King Saul's 40 years of reign. It was, it was, a, it was, a, it was a fleshly system that uh, had been established in Israel. The Bible says that Saul never, during his years, never sought God. And what it did is it left God's people messed up. It, messed it. it, it allowed them to become, what it says, debt, discontented, and distressed. So there was a system uh, in place that where God's people should have... Um, been uh, rejoicing, should have been uh, overcoming, victorious. They were defeated. And I said, amen, that sometimes church uh, ministries are like that. They're not conducive, amen, to equip, to build up people, etc. Because the system is not being established by God. Saul was one that, you know, uh, the Lord told Samuel to go and anoint. But he was that which people desired after the flesh. And so um, in our own bodies, if you will, uh, in our own spiritual bodies, if you will, we can be like Saul. 
is called what the New Testament says is carnal. It's it's a carnal saint, and it'll leave you messed up. And so I said, Amen. In First Samuel chapter twenty-two, that these men came to David. They were sent to David, and by going to David, they became mighty men of valor, because the system that God was establishing through David was God's system. It was a system, amen, that built up, that equipped, that healed, uh, that uh, David was able to see potential in these men. And the anointing upon him, the grace of God upon him, was able to tap into that and uh, uh, make them into uh, more than they could ever be. Uh, to make them into walk into the destiny that God called them to be. So you had two systems. You had a Saul system that could not see value, that could not see uh, gift, uh, purpose, uh, that could not uh, prophesy to anyone. And then you had David that could see and and tapped into it and, and helped. So uh, then on two. On Wednesday night, Saints, I went to First Corinthians uh, chapter uh, uh, twelve, and um, I don't know if you have a Bible. Are you still there, or am I talking to myself? Is anybody there? I'm still here on mute. I'm here on mute. Okay. So, on in First uh, Chronicles chapter twelve, at verse thirty-eight. It still talks about these mighty men of valor that um, were with David, but another group. Because David was anointed three times. He was anointed in his father's house. He was anointed at Hebron. And he was anointed at Jerusalem. And uh, it's it's likened to uh, three types of anointing that all of us uh, are to, supposed to experience. The anointing of servanthood. The anointing of uh, priest, the priestly uh, anointing, uh, the kingly anointing, and um, so it says in First uh, Chronicles chapter twelve, verse thirty-eight: All these men of war that could keep rank, R A N K. So I expounded on that, and I will in a moment. Came with us, came with a perfect heart to Hebron to make David king over all Israel, and all the rest also of Israel were of one heart to make David king. So the, the Bible points out, and First uh, Chronicles chapter 12 talks about all the tribes and all the men from all the tribes that came to David. And what was going on was God was trying to, uh, not trying, excuse me, God was removing a system in Israel to replace it with another system. He was removing the Saul system, a fleshly, demonic system. How do we know it's demonic? Because even at the end of Saul's life, he's consulting, amen, uh, uh, to witches, to demons. He's uh, reaching out, amen, to the demonic world. Uh, so God was replacing the uh, system that uh, the devil really had established through Saul's flesh 
with a man, a man that was after God's own heart, with uh, God's own system. And he was sending people to help David establish this. And what it points out about them is that they all could keep rank. Rank. And that's an interesting that's an interesting statement in the uh in the Bible. Why would the Spirit of God say that these men could keep rank? Now he's talking about soldiers for sure. But we have to look at this um, prophetically, we have to look at it spiritually. Uh I'm not sure if anybody on the call has ever been in the military. I haven't. One of the first things that they uh teach uh, uh soldiers, male male or female. Uh, in the process of boot camp is how to how to um, uh, how to march, how to keep rank, and uh, uh, it's something about order. And rank here also represents amen authority. They could keep rank. Now in the last in these last days in the church. Um, a lot of people do not do not know how to keep rank. They don't know how to march in order. They don't know how to march in authority. And I'm I'm using a play on words here by saying march. Uh, and I'll give you an example. Uh, I'll give you some biblical examples here. Uh, what is what does rank have to do with kingdom, with God's kingdom system? Uh, with God's kingdom system, there is something called order, God's order, and understanding God's authority, and understand, understanding, amen, being under authority, amen, which brings forth promotion. Because the Bible says, amen, God gives grace to the humble, uh, to those that will what? Uh, that will walk under authority. He gives grace to them that they may have authority and execute authority. So uh, rank is rank, and authority slash authority is important in God's system. And it's important in removing amen demonic systems. Now, uh, saints of God, in the church world, there are uh, demonic systems that have been established. One of them you see in in the false prophets. One of them you see. I guess I'm talking about it anyway. In uh, uh, the spirit of Jezebel, Jezebel, uh, uh, when she comes to infiltrated ministry, she comes to establish a system, a mindset, a uh, a stronghold, a way of thinking. When she was married to Ahab, she established a system in Israel. And uh, she, amen, there were true prophets of God in Israel, and yet she raised up to oppose them. Uh, 850 false prophets. Uh, she began, amen, to establish uh, worship to Baal, to uh, demons. So she, amen, was trying to turn Israel away from Jehovah God, amen, to, amen, uh, Satan by establishing a system. And what God, what God did is he raised up a man of equal rank. Because you see, you have to understand, Jezebel had rank. She had she had rank in such a way that she was actually, amen, uh, more influential over her husband, the king, who should have been ruler. So God raises up an Elijah, 
and Elijah had rank because, amen, he had rank with God. He had a certain level of authority to remove, amen, a Jezebel. So let me give you an example. So uh, there's uh, Jonah the prophet. God has taken Jonah, um, called Jonah the prophet, and wants to send him to Assyria, uh, to a a country that had about 650,000 people, about a million people, and because he was going to destroy that uh, uh, nation, unless they repented, of course. And Jonah, of course, decides not to uh, go, decides not to obey the will of God. And so the Bible says that, uh, and I'm almost done talking, I think, and the Bible says that um, uh, in the book of Jonah, it says that God prepared a fish to swallow Jonah. Now the question is is asked, or the thought uh, brings to mind, that there are already whales and or sharks, you know, big fish in the waters, in the ocean, that were big enough to swallow a man. So why does God have to prepare a fish? And the reason why, and I'm not spiritualizing this, this is a true fact, that God, amen, uh, uh, prepared or made a fish with the same rank, amen, to deal with rank, to deal with this prophet that had rank, that had a kingdom level of governmental authority, amen, to swallow him and to hold him for three days. And so, um, because, let me tell you how how much authority, how much kingdom government, amen, that this prophet was operating in. When he finally makes it to Assyria, by speaking eight words, they're mentioned in, in the book of Jonah, by speaking eight words, the whole nation repented. Uh, cattle, uh, the, the nation fasted. The people fasted. The cattle, they had the cattle on a fast. They had the animals on a fast. From a man pronouncing eight words to a whole nation. And they repented, and God repented of what he was going to do. In other words, uh, you know, God did not sin, but he turned away from what he was going to do. And uh, Assyria is allowed to exist for another 150 years, and then 150 years later they went into um, judgment because they had turned. Um, Does anybody have a Bible? I think, are you all muted again? Do you you have a Bible? Yes. Okay, some somebody somebody read uh Jude the ninth verse. This is this is what I was discussing for the last two nights about rank and rank. These men were able to what? Keep rank. It's talking about amen, how we're supposed to operate on a level of governmental authority and rule in the kingdom, in the church, amen, as being the bride of Christ. So somebody read verse nine, because I don't have it. Okay, which which chapter? There's only one chapter, verse 9 of Jude. But even the archangel Michael, when he was disputing with the devil about the body of Moses, okay, so, did not so, himself. Dr. Deneen, 
So what's happening is Michael, the archangel, who's the uh, archangel that represents warfare. Right. Amen. He handles all, excuse the expression, he, he handles all warfare of heaven. So he's disputing with one Lucifer concerning the body of Moses. And it says what? And then I am reading the NIV. It says, uh, the devil about the body of Moses did not himself dare to condemn him for slander, but said, the Lord rebuke you. Okay. So in the King James Version, it says he, he dared not bring a railing accusation against the devil. Now, why? Now, why? They're disputing over the body of Moses because what's happening is um, when Moses, when Moses died, uh, the Bible says when Moses uh, died, that God uh, took him upon a mountain and buried him and hid him. His, bur- his burial place is hidden. And one of the reasons why it's hidden is because uh, the devil uh, desired to have, I, I, don't, I don't even know why, but the devil desired to have his body. Huh. And uh, now there's a there is a legal right. There's a legal reason why the devil felt like he wanted to have Moses' body, and that's because, Amen, of the same reason why Moses could not go into the Promised Land, because you know he did not uh, honor, reverence God in the in the people, and he called them rebels and so on and so forth. Basically, what he sinned, if you will, he disobeyed God. But Michael's arguing, not arguing. Michael's and Michael and and and, uh, and the devil are arguing over the body of Moses. But Michael would not bring an accusation against the devil. Now, why wouldn't he do that? Because he understood rank. He understood rank. Somebody say rank. Now y'all make me start preaching. Rank. Uh, rank. Amen. And what he did say though. He says, the Lord rebuke you. In other words, Michael was saying, I won't rebuke you, but the Lord rebuke you. So this verse, ninth verse, actually gives us an insight of what was going on when Moses died and God took him on the mountain and hid him. And uh, so because Michael understood rank, and so he would not... uh, uh, because, um, uh, as I've taught before, in heaven there were three three arch there were three archangels, right? You had Michael in charge of uh, warfare, you had uh, Gabriel in charge of communication, you had Lucifer, who's in charge of worship, and um, uh, Lucifer's kicked out, and the church has replaced Lucifer. That's we've been uh, we've been uh, called to uh, bring forth praise and worship unto our God. And when we come against demonic forces, when we come against demonic systems, amen, we don't say, Deneen, uh, Deneen rebukes you, or Anya rebukes you, or Martin rebukes you. We don't say that because, you know, uh, it's rank on rank. What we do is we get a greater rank to come against what? Uh, the devil, the, the demonic spirit or system, to rebuke it. So we say, the Lord Jesus rebuke you. And then uh, 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 
power is released, and they're either shut up or or cast out or something. Now, let me go go again. So I'm talking about systems and supposed to operate, uh, how we're to remove demonic systems and how we're supposed to operate in kingdom systems. Um, when uh, uh, Saul was king, twice David had the opportunity to kill him. And uh, one time he cut his cut the scourge of his garment, and the Bible says his heart smoked. And another time, too, uh, and you know, they didn't do anything to him. And and then another time, there were two young soldiers with him, and they told him, "Let's thrust him through," you know, with a spear, sword. And, da- and David says, "No, no, no, no! Touch not mine anointed." But do my prophets no harm? Now, what did David? What did David recognize? Now, here you got here you got a king, King Saul, whose lifestyle, whose character is not right in sight of God. He's not he's not living holy. He's not sanctified. But the office he's occupying, God established. So David recognized the anointing, and would not touch him. Because if he touched him, he would touch God. And so what I'm trying to say, the reason why we don't understand rank, we have to be careful about speaking against those that are anointed. Because when we do, amen, we're, we're touching we're touching God. We're putting our mouths on what God, amen, has anointed. And we're not to do that. So... Uh, uh, there was more that was said for those two nights and uh, some other things, of course, that happened uh, spiritually and, and whatever. But basically that was a teaching. So the Lord was, the Holy Spirit was revealing to me about uh, systems. So I'm coming back to Cleveland now, and I'm thinking uh, now even in the ministry uh, about uprooting systems, uprooting systems that are establishing people, uh, if there's any systems that are established in the ministry to uproot it, because I want to finish this. I, I have a lot of large trees in the backyard, and the root system. Here I go again. System, the root system. They stretch those those roots stretch out. They intertwine with other. Uh, roots of other trees and they uh, uh, hold strong in the ground now to remove to remove the tree you just cut the tree top down but still you got the trunk and a lot of times I think my god I never thought about this a lot of times I think uh, when we're uh, moving in deliverance those of you that have deliverance ministry you have to uh, uh, deal with the root system of a thing in a person's life. That's why the uh, Lord, Amen, uh, told was it Jeremiah? You know, you're going to uh, pull up, you know, uh, tear down, and and so on and so forth. You know, root up or tear down and plant and so on and so forth. Because when when a when the powers of darkness when they come into a people's life, when they come into a person's life, when they come into a ministry. They, they, it attempts to 
try to get involved in so much. We call it a stronghold. A stronghold is a way of thinking, and it's deeply rooted. It's a systematic way of thinking. And so uh, we need um, we need the uh, system of God, God's system, God's government rule, God's governmental anointing to remove it. Uh, my mind goes to even last night where I was saying to this one woman of God that sometimes when you need somebody of more rank, you call your pat. You I, I pointed to her pastor, so you bring your pastor over with more rank to deal with this thing, and. Um, so I think that's one of the reasons why the Bible says for Jesus tells his disciples go out two by go out two by two and where two or three of us are gathered together there God is in the midst because and it says in Proverbs chapter 4 uh two uh two are better than one but a threefold cord is not easily broken um because saints of God all I'm trying to say on the round table night and I'm opening this up for comments discussion whatever is that a lot of things that oppose us, even in sometimes in marriage or whatever, it's a systematic way. It's something systemically that has been established, and uh, we need to be able to see what we're dealing with and to understand, amen, it's rank on rank. And uh, the Bible says, you know, the greater one is in us, you know, greatest he that is in us than he is in the world. So we rebuke like Michael did, the Lord rebuke you, and um, you know we use the uh, power of attorney. Amen. We use uh, the name of Jesus, you know, the person of Jesus. Amen. To uh, fight our battles. So anyway, uh, that's a synopsis. So uh, it's still the three of us on the call. Anybody want to share, comment, uh, ask questions, exhort? No, I have no comment. Very interesting information. Prophets? I'm just listening, um, Apostle, and interesting uh, as well. I'm just listening. Well, I'm, uh, I thank, thank you all for listening, but I, I, I thought I was going to be done. But <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought I was going to be done. Okay, let me give you. Let me it's, give you. Let it's, me give you. It's, it's something to go think about it now. I mean, uh, it, it also mentions that in uh, in Second uh, Peter uh, two and eleven or something like that. That rallying activations, and that's when, like, I think the false prophets were were uh, around there, and um, they still sort of like how you said Saul wasn't rebuked. They wasn't, you know, abused, rebuked, excuse me. <laughs> it wasn't really rebuked, and I guess it was, like, left up to God to uh, handle them. I didn't get to read the full thing. It's just that, you know, that was part was interesting, rallying accusations. Amen. In the, book of, in the book of Genesis, you know, everybody knows about Sodom and Gomorrah. Everybody knows about that story. You know, we talk about it prophetically. We say that uh, America's Sodom and Gomorrah right now, and all that. But back in right. the book of back in the book of Genesis, uh, the Bible says that uh, God said, um, He said, "Let it, He said, let us go. You know, let's go talk to Moses. You know, I'm paraphrasing. Let's go talk to Moses okay. about what I'm going to do, because you know the sin, the wickedness of Sodom and Gomorrah has come up into heaven." And so God came down to destroy it. Now he comes to 
Abraham or Abram. I can't remember which one he was. He was probably Abraham by then. And Abraham begins to intercede for the cities. There were five cities. And he said, you know, if, Lord, you know, would you destroy the... And the reason why he's doing it is because Lot's, he knows his he knows his nephews there, Lot. And the Bible, even though even though we know what Lot did there, in the in First Peter or Second Peter, the Bible says Peter calls Lot a righteous man, vexed with will with wickedness of that day. He was a righteous man, though he was vexed. So Abraham's interceding for those cities because his because there was righteous seed in it, and. Um, he says, you know, Lord, would you destroy the righteous with the wicked? And finally they get down, you know, if you can find ten righteous men, women, whatever, in that city, I won't destroy it. And, of course, he could not. Well, uh, the, th- the, th- the thing about it, what, uh, what's, ha- what's happening there on a different layer or level is that God wanted to remove that, su- su- I'll call it, Saddamic system. He wanted to remove it with the Abrahamic system, and that's what he does. He removes sodomy from out the land because, amen, he wants, amen, the Abrahamic system, which is just another term for the kingdom system, for the kingdom of God, amen, to be established there. And so, uh, saints, when when we begin to pray and intercede, for our nation, our church, and whatever, understand that the enemy's strategy is to create a system. Uh, I had the opportunity to um, uh, try to fix uh, Minister Denise's mom's laptop, and most of the times, when you when the, uh, you have uh, most of the most common problem of computers and laptops is that uh, uh, they have viruses. And either the antivirus is not up to date, or the vi- you know the virus definitions are not up to date. And so what what happens, saints, is uh, that um, a virus uh, attacks the computer laptop, and it creates a virus system. A si- it, it it attacks the computer system. And so what you got to do to remove that system out of the uh, uh, that we'll call it that demonic system out of that computer you've got to get another system that's pure that's clean the the kingdom of God system to remove out the spyware to remove out the virus and to keep the uh, virus definitions updated because there's always a new attack we can apply this amen to our own own lives that um, that uh, we have to we have to stay up to date. Um, the home on June 26. Uh, for those of you in Indiana, I'm just, I'm talking about systems. What I shared with in Kentucky uh, on June 26, the Supreme Court uh, uh, actually released. Uh, actually, they gave uh, uh, credence or uh, uh, they they okayed. A uh, same-sexual or homosexual system to be established, Amen. Here in the United States, 
it's a system. That's why you saw uh, it's a system like a virus that went from state to state, and every state was succumbing to it. They were uh, agreeing to it. Uh, the marijuana uh, agenda, it's a system that they're trying, it's, it's a demonic system that's trying to be established. Now, I'm going to say, I'm going to say something about marijuana, and, uh, you know, you can take it or spit it out or uh, listen to it. Everything that, God, everything that God created, amen, on this earth has a God, va- what I'll call a God value. It has a, it has a good value for humanity as long, it has a uh, godly purpose. What happens, amen, is the man abuses the purpose or does not find the purpose for it. So when they took marijuana, when men took marijuana, they, um, they abused its purpose. There is a there is a certain level of truth that, and uh, uh, there is medicinal purposes for marijuana. That's a that's a that's a truth. But because men are going to manage it, it's going to be abused. And so uh, they're establishing a uh, system. The, the, the powers of dark, uh, the demonic kingdom, continues to establish systems that oppose. The, the the things that God wants to establish in the earth, righteousness, Amen. Uh, he uh, so uh, what we war against, saints of God, is we're warring against uh, systems, principalities, powers, rules of darkness, spiritual wickedness in high places. Those are four levels. What some people would say, those are four levels of uh, uh, demons. Those are four. Those are four demonic systems. Uh, um, and the reason why I say that is because uh, the devil underst- the devil understands what we were talking about. He understands rank, and he understands, amen, how to implement a system. So he had a system in the 60s or whatever. I'm going to what, remove prayer because, because what he was planning to do, he was planning to uh, in- install a system in the... Uh, Lastly, this is the last thing I think I'm going to say. Um, during the time of, um, everybody knows about the Azusa Street uh, revival. Everybody knows that, right? Everybody knows about the the, uh, the outpouring of the Holy Ghost, outpouring of the Holy Spirit, the, the outpouring of the Holy Spirit at Topeka, Kansas, around that same time. But around 20 or 25 years prior to that, Amen. There was a uh, evangelical uh, plan, Amen, that came about that they thought that they could um, uh, uh, they could evangelize the world for God within 25 years. Within that 20 within that 25 year period came the outpouring of the Holy Ghost. At the same at the same time that God had a plan to pour out His Spirit. A, a system that he wanted to establish so did the devil and there was a lady called Alice Bailey and I, I taught this at uh, the minister here this year or last year or something like that or maybe here on the round table if you look up on the internet uh, Alice Bailey's 10 point plan amen and she she started that over 100 years ago and it's all in effect right now 
and uh, even the United Nations uh, even adopted some of her principles. One of the one of the things that uh, she planned, uh, one of the things that the devil planned was everything you advertise, everything people see, let there be a woman, amen, with the advertisement. Uh, part of her plan was uh, about prayer and and uh, education and children or whatever. So what I'm trying to say is that, you know, God has a plan today of raising up what apostles and prophets, and that's why we see in the New Testament, uh, beware of false prophets. Uh, uh, that's why we see in the book of Revelations in one of the churches where Jesus says, you know, uh, apostles that are not apostles. Because what God attempts to do, of course, there is the anti, uh, uh, anti-Christ spirit or whatever to try to oppose it. So, saints of God, uh, um, in brief, or in, in summary, uh, for the last uh, 45 minutes, I've been talking about systems, and something, something I shared uh, for two nights in uh, Kentucky. So any other comments or uh, whatever? Anybody want to comment or share? Prophet Bahadi, Minister Deneen, I don't, I'm not sure who's in Indiana. Hello? No comments. Prophet? Uh, uh, did anybody get anything out of this or... Um, was it helpful? Was it beneficial? It was very, very beneficial to me, Apostle. Um, and I think that, you know, as a body of Christ, more of us, we need to, um, you know, because we a lot of times, you know, we go to church and we hear people that are praying and, and they're, you know, they're praying for people. And uh, like you say, sometimes we're out of order because if you don't really know uh, when you're dealing with, like you say, there's uh, the powers of darkness, they have rank order. There's order in everything. They have order as well. And so you have to know what you're dealing with and who you're dealing with and how you need to deal with it. And, you know, I think a lot of times, um, and I, I really love the fact that you say uh, when we come against these powers, we it's not us. We're not the ones that have the power. We have to always make sure that we rebuke in the name of Jesus because that's really, that's the only power that, that, ha- that has power over, has authority over these, these uh, um powers or rulers of darkness that, that we um that, that we fight against. And I think, you know, a lot of times we say we fight against the powers of darkness, the rulers of darkness but and principalities. But a lot of times when we don't break it down and people don't really understand what like you said, there's four four powers uh that we're dealing with and, and they all have rank and so you have to know who you're dealing with and what you're dealing with. And I just think this is a very, very uh informational uh subject matter that we're talking on tonight. A lot of us don't want to deal with the subject matter, but uh, if we're going to be in the body of Christ, we have to deal with it. And I enjoyed it tonight, and I would just uh, want you know to have a little bit more in-depth uh, as to the different uh, powers that we deal with, and, and I, I'm really truly enjoying it tonight. And I thank you, you know, for, for bringing this subject up tonight because it, it's important, and we do need to um, really address these issues and, and start dealing with them and dealing with them in a, in a correct manner. Amen. So who do we have from Indiana? Praise Lord. All right. Amen. Well, we thank God. Amen. We thank the Lord. Amen. For um, everybody. So I was talking about.
um, how the enemy uh, functions in establishing a demonic system and how we're warring against demonic systems and that principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, spiritual wickedness in high places represents what? Systems. And God, amen, has a system also, and it's called the kingdom of God. And it's a systematic way of living. Uh, is bringing heaven's rule, governmental rule in the earth, and we're to function in uh, his rule. And just for um, uh, the sake of bringing us back to the beginning where I started, I dealt with First Samuel chapter 22, all these uh, uh, dead men in debt, discontented and distressed, came from a system that uh, was uh, that the enemy used through Saul's flesh, a Sauline system, where it kept them all broken up, and they came to De- David that God was using, and uh, uh, they were uh, healed and became mighty men of God in function, purpose. And then I said in First uh, Corinthians chapter 12, verse 38, that these tribes came to David at Hebron. They understood, they could understood rank. They kept rank, which represents marching. It represents order. It represents a level of authority and understanding authority. And so I finished with this by saying, be careful how you speak against um, authority. Uh, even uh, David uh, uh, would not uh, uh, kill Saul when he had the opportunity to, because he understood a revel- he understood an aspect of God, and he understood anointing, and that you touch not anointing and do his prophets no harm. And Jude uh, verse uh, eight or nine, it says that Michael would not dare bring an accusation against uh, the devil over the body of Moses but said, the Lord rebuke you, because he understood rank. I said, amen, that God prepared a fish, amen, to deal with the rank of the prophet Jonah, to hold him, to keep him, to swallow him, and keep him for three days, and so on and so forth. So thank God, amen, for you. And uh, if you got any questions, just inbox me. Uh, but we thank the Lord, amen, for us. If that be all, amen, I'm just going to close out if nobody else has any comments or whatever. Just, just one quick comment. Uh, you know, a lot of times when we bring up that scripture about the men coming to uh, David, you know, from Saul, we don't always deal with what their, their rank was. These were high-ranking men. These were captains. They were skilled. They were like the, the cream of the crop, but yet they were broken. So that that's something people don't never uh, don't always bring out that they were top of line. They weren't, you know, the the, the bottom people. They were high ranking individuals, but they had been broken and uh, you know abused or whatever. So, but and then when they came up under uh, David, then they became mighty. Yes, and, and, and if I could say this uh, in line with what you said, I, and I'm not too sure. You 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 are right. But I'm not too sure if all of them knew who they were because they were so messed up. And I care, and, yeah. yeah, and I, the last word I threw in there, but they became mighty in spirit. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's that's and that's what God wants to do with us. Yeah. He wants. That's what He wants to do with us. He wants to take. He wants to take uh, 
us where we are and and bring us to the place where we're supposed to be in him amen it's called uh it's called getting healed uh, being restored being equipped and being released and so um we thank god even thank god for you mr dean if that be all amen we're just going to ask uh, mr dean to uh release us in prayer and for those of you that are in the uh cleveland area we're we're having this fivefold apostolic leadership uh, teaching training on Saturday at uh, 10 o'clock. At 660 East 186th, Cleveland, Ohio, 44119. Amen. Amen. Heavenly Father, we uh, come before you humbly. Uh, thank you for your uh, apostle on tonight, for the word that he delivered. Lord God, uh, help us to know our rank in you and our, our purpose. Uh, within you, and let us uh, continue to uh, serve you uh, humbly. In Jesus' name we pray. Uh, And, Lord, don't forget to uh, touch all those that are on the call tonight, Lord God, if there's a healing needed, if there's some finances needed, whatever those uh, natural things that we are are needing on today that are, um, you know, that are in the back of our mind, Lord God, bring it to the front and, uh, you know, uh, do a, a healing for us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Thank you for your time. Amen. God bless you. Have a great evening. Thanks. Good morning.